بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآل الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوه وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين We started the discussion about tawadu, humbleness. And last week we mentioned different hadith about different aspects of tawadu. Today, inshallah, we want to go to the discussion about the concept of tawadu and analyze it and see what are the roots for arrogance and how we can get rid of those roots of arrogance and become humble. Before I uh, talk about the concept of tawadu, I want to mention to something that is mentioned by uh, Ghazali. You know, we have a book, Ihya'u Ulum al-Din, by Ghazali. And the late Mullah Muhsin Faiz Kashani, Rahmatullah Alayhi, has summarized and also added uh, lots of hadith from Shia sources and also some of the points from himself. It is called Al-Mahajjatul Bayda'a. المحجه البيضاء في تحذيب الاحياء المحجه البيضاء في تحذيب الاحياء so it's a kind of uh, amendment for ihya ulum al-din of ghazali it's uh, four volumes like this so eight sections but in four volumes and Ihya uh, is translated in English, but this I think is not translated. For Mahajatul Bayda or for Ihya? Are you sure? Yeah. Very good. If 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 all of it is translated, must be about uh, five six thousand pages. Pardon? No, no, that's different. That's different. It's the same author. No, it's the same author, but it's different. That, that is Asrar. That is different. It's the same author. Because Mullah Muhsin Faiz Kashani Rahmatullah had many books. Uh, for example, he has Al-Wafi, which is a collection of hadith. He has Tafsir, Safi, Asfa, Musaffa, three commentaries of the Quran. Many books he has. But one of his books is this. This is not translated to English. If it was translated to English, it was a great you know, uh, resource. But Ihya'u Ulum al-Din by Ghazali, that's translated to English. And I saw the edition, I think, was published in India or Pakistan. You know, I saw it many years ago. 
Yes. Yes. Sure, sure. But this is, to my knowledge, this is not translated. If it is translated, I will be learning. So I, as far as I know, it's not translated. Al-Mahajjatul Bayda means the bright uh, path. It is translated into Farsi recently, Rahe Roshan, bright path. In Farsi it's translated, but it's in Arabic. Anyway, it's a great resource. Mullah Muhsin Faith quotes from Abu Hamid Ghazali that Abu Hamid quotes from Fuzail. Fuzail was one of the early, you know, Zahids. What is Tawazu? It seems it must be the same person. Su'il al-fudail an tawadu What is humbleness? He said, Huwa an takhwa'a lil-haq wa tanqada lah. It's as if it is said for our course. Because we were talking about truthfulness and then how tawazu is connected to <laughs> truthfulness. So when I was reading and I saw this, I said I must mention this for you. To be humble before the truth. So although normally we say, you know, be humble with respect to people, but the root of this is not just with people, it's with haq. Okay? Normally we say, who is humble? The one who is very polite and, you know, is not uh, showing arrogance to people. But humbleness is more than that. And takhda'a lil haq wa tanqada lah. You are obedient to the truth. وَلَوْ سَمِعْتَهُ مِنْ صَبِيًّ قَبِلْتَهُ مِنْ If you hear haq, truth, from a child, you accept it. This is humbleness. وَلَوْ سَمِعْتَهُ مِنْ أَجْحَلِ النَّاسِ قَبِلْتَهُ مِنْ If you hear it from the most ignorant people, you accept it. Why? Because the authority of Haq is in itself. Authority of Haq doesn't come from who is saying it. Yes? Because Haq is always related to Al-Haq, who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, we had this point before. No matter what is the issue between husband and wife, between brother and sister, between two neighbors, between two countries? No matter what is the issue, the haq which is involved there is related to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you don't accept the haq, you are not servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So if you look at things carefully, as a servant of Allah, you have no liberty of you know, accepting or not accepting. You have to always find out what is haq and accept it. Because anything, even a minor discussion or dispute at home is affecting your relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> and if I don't accept that haq, it means that I am somehow disobeying and rebelling against al-haq. <coughs> so, he says, this is the definition of tawadu. Now let's move on to the discussion about this concept. Let us see what is tawadu. We have few terms that we need to analyze. Tawadu. And on the other hand, we have kibr. And we have takabur. And we have ujb. So... If you want to understand tawadu, it's important to also know the opposite. Because we say, تُعْرَفُ الْأَشْيَابِ You can understand things better if you know the opposite. Sometimes it's the only way. Sometimes you can understand, but it helps. Yeah. If you want to understand what is tawadu, you should understand what is kebr, what is the opposite. Ayatollah Ha'iri, said Kadam Ha'iri in his book, Tazkiyatun Nafs. And he was also my teacher for more than five years in Fiqh and Usul. But he has also a book on Akhlaq. Before I quoted from him about Sidq. About Tawazo, he says, Hova Aqdul Qalb. Allah. Sagar nafs. It's very uh, you know, delicate. Aqdul qalb. What does it mean, aqdul qalb? Oh. It's a condition of heart. Okay? Because uh, tawazu is not something that is just on the body. You know, if someone is, you know, for example, uh, very polite. This is not tawadu. Maybe this person inside is very arrogant, just is pretending. The first and the main place for tawadu is qalb, is heart. Aqdul qalb. And your heart must be shaped on this, must be, you know, tied with this. Aqdul qalb. You should have this understanding in your heart that you are very low. You don't think you are special. Yes, we are special because Allah has created us. Allah has put in us, you know, uh, from his nafs. That's another issue. That has nothing to do with me. That's Allah's amana. But 
when it comes to my achievements and my position, what I have, what I have done, what I have earned, what I have achieved, I am poor. Okay? In the mystical literature and also Sufi literature, they use the term faqr. Faqr means to be poor. Not financially poor. Spiritually poor. It means that you feel that you have nothing. Uh, if you are interested in the message of Thakalain, I have a paper, uh, key concept in Islamic spirituality. Love, thankfulness, and poverty. So there I have talked about faqr, about poverty. And I have another paper just on poverty, which was published in a collection of papers for the interfaith with the Mennonite church about spiritual poverty. Uh, maybe I can share it with you also. I have, pardon? Yeah, I th uh, but maybe this the second one is not coming on Google, but the first one comes. A, sp a spiritual key uh, concept in Islamic spirituality in Message of Thakalaya. Uh, on Google, on Message of Thakalaya, you, you have to go to each volume to find it. I no. If, you could if you Google, it if takes you to the article. Right. Yes. And inshallah, inshallah soon, uh, these. Uh, Papers on spirituality uh, will be published, you know, self-development. So, inshallah, I can give you a copy of the papers. But the one on the poverty is uh, in a volume with the Mennonites, so it's not online. But this one, inshallah, I will give you a copy. Pardon? Volume for which one? I don't remember the volume, but uh, you Google it, it's easy, it comes. Put a key concept in Islamic spirituality, uh, put my name, it comes. Inshallah. I wanted to ask you a question, because I was I'm going to say, yes. yes. Aqd means tie, to tie, Aqd. Yeah, and we have Uqad. Because they used to tie and blow into it. So, means to tie your heart with this. Means This is why I said it's a condition of heart. Okay? It's a condition of heart. Like aqidah. Why they say aqidah? Because aqidah is something that must be in your heart. Yeah? And your mind, you know, fixed. Anyway. So, Poverty is the term that they use, or faqr, faqir. You know, Rasulullah said, al-faqru fakhri. And one interpretation is that it means tawazu, not financial poverty. No, that is with respect to everyone. everyone. With that respect even those who are arrogant are faqir we have to develop this recognition of our poverty so faqir is the one who understands that he is faqir otherwise we are all faqir 
The problem is that some of the poor people, they think they are very rich. Yeah? So in that paper, I have mentioned that there are four meanings for faqir. Two of them are good, two of them are bad. Sometimes faqir is used in the sense of not being able to generate wealth. This is not encouraged in Islam. Islam doesn't like poverty in this sense. That either you are lazy or, for example, other people don't give you opportunity to generate wealth. It's not good. You should try to generate wealth. Okay, so fagr in this sense is not good. The second meaning is voluntary. Voluntary position of a person who prefers to have simple life. He wants to have the life of poor or a little bit above poor. This is good. That although you are able to make lots of money and you are very active and productive, you don't want to have luxurious life. Like Amirul Mu'minin alayhi salam. Amirul Mu'minin in those 25 years after the Prophet, before he became Khalifa, he used to work a lot. Okay? He was digging wells, he was, you know, making gardens. Sometimes he was working for other people. He was making lots of wealth, but not keeping for himself. If he was making a garden, when he was finishing, he was, you know, giving as a waqf endowment. Or if he was working for people, taking something from them, again, a spending. So it's good that you can generate wealth, but you don't want to have luxurious life. So in the first sense, it's bad that you cannot you know, generate money, generate income. But in the second sense, that you want to have simple, very simple life is good. Then the third meaning is fagr on the day of judgment. This is also bad. There are people who are poor, who are bankrupt on the Day of Judgment. This is bad. They don't have anything. There is a hadith. Do you know who is Muflis? You know, Muflis means bankrupt. So bankrupt is the one that on the Day of Judgment either has nothing or if he has something, he has to give it to the people that he has harmed them. Yeah? If people have rights over you that you didn't observe. So they take from your provision and give to those people. If you don't have good provision to give them, they take from their sins and give to you. So somehow <laughs> the justice has to be established. Unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps you. So, this is the third meaning of faqr, poverty, which is again bad. To be poor in that sense is bad. The fourth sense of poverty means humbleness. To recognize that you are poor, you are needy, you are 100% dependent on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is very good. 
אוקיי? So, far has different meanings. One meaning is this, the same as tawazu. Aqdul qalb ala sagar nafs. Your heart is shaped and is conditioned with understanding of being very little, yeah, very low. المؤثر في عواطفه وميوله وجوارحه so much so that it would influence his feelings his desires his emotions yeah if you have that in your heart then your desires, your emotions would be affected. فِي مُقَابِلِ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى Before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With respect to Allah. A person who has that condition in his heart. With respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he thinks about his relation with Allah. He would be fully obedient. Yeah? وَفِي مُقَابِلِ رُسُلِهِ وَأَوْلِيَاءِهِ الْمَعْسُومِينَ Also, with respect to the prophets and imams, he would be very humble. He would be obedient. وَفِي مُقَابِلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Also, with respect to the believers, again, he would be humble. So, although that is a condition in the heart, but it would affect the way you relate to Allah, the way you relate to the leaders, the way you relate to the people. Is it clear? So this is tawadu. وَيُقَابِلُهُ التَّكَبُّرُ Opposite to tawadu is takabbur. What is takabbur? هُوَ التَّعَالِي عَلَى اللَّهِ do you know Ta'ali? Ta'ali here? No. Ta'ali means you are not high, but you want to be high. Takalluf. You know, one of the meanings of Baba Tafa'ul is Takalluf. Ta'ali ala Allah. Na'uzu billah. You want to. Say, I am too high to obey Allah. Yeah, ta'ali ala Allah. Means you want to say, I am superior to be a servant of Allah. I am too, you know, high to obey Allah. Wahada kufrun billah. This leads to disbelief. Oh, he says, I am too high to listen to the Prophet or Imam. This is kufrun bil rasul abul imam. means denying Prophet and Imam. Oh, alal mu'minin. Or he says, I am superior to mu'minin. Ayatollah uh, Ha'iri says, this is the takabbur which is normally 
meant atakabburul ma'luf bainal muslimin alladhina lam yuhadhibu anfusahum a muslim doesn't have takabbur in front of allah inshallah not in front of rasulullah but in front of other mu'minin this is what unfortunately is something that is there so those who have not purified themselves they have this kind of takabbur they feel they are superior to other people is a great sin okay what is the difference between takabbur and kibr we said al-kibr is ta'ali sorry takabbur is ta'ali what is kibr what is takabbur takabbur is expression of kibr so kibr is something maybe hidden something which is maybe not expressed the person feels that he is too high but takabbur is to express it through your behavior through your words your gesture you show that you are special you are arrogant فرق التكبر عن الكبر هو أن الكبر مجرد تعاليه على غيره في نفسه. So kibr is mere recognition or thinking. It's it's not recognition. It's thinking that you are too high, but in yourself. It's a feeling. It's a kind of situation in your heart without expressing it okay uh, you can express it but if it's expressed it's something else that hidden quality that hidden condition is kibr amma takabbur fa huwa idharul kibr wa ibrazuhu so takabbur is to express it Maybe you don't want to express sometimes even without you noticing. You do something which expresses that hidden quality of kibr. That arrogance which is inside. Even sometimes you don't realize. People feel. You know, if someone smells, sometimes he doesn't re- realize. Because after some time becomes used to it. Yeah. So the people who have takabbur sometimes they don't realize. So it's not that they want to express it, but everyone can smell there is takabbur in this person. Yeah? Or if there is tawazu, they can smell the fragrance of tawazu. فَهُوَ إِظْهَارُ الْكِبْرِ وَإِبْرَازُهُ بِجَوَارِحِهِ With his organs, he expresses it either tongue or hand or eyes or you know the way he walks for example the quran many times uh, refers to being humble in walking and not being arrogant in walking yeah for example la tamshi fil ard maraha or ibadur rahman alladhina yamshuna ala al ard hawna so even your walking can be walking of a humble person or arrogant person 
Okay, so now we understood tawadu, kibr, and takabbur. What is ujb? What is the difference between ujb and kibr? Pardon? Yes, but even kibr is, you think you are a special, yes. It can be for different things. Ujb is normally thinking that you are better than another or other people. Are there another person? So it has a kind of relativity. It's relational. Yeah, but it comes with also comparing yourself to another person. Normally, it comes with kind of this. Pardon? Kibr can be with respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can be with respect to Rasulullah, can be with respect to Mu'mineen. Okay? But ujb maybe is somehow you think you are special because you think that you have something that is rare or you know is not common. You know you you have a very special quality. You think you are someone unique or someone you know very special. So it's not that you rebel against Allah necessarily directly or Rasulullah or people but it comes with thinking that you are somehow special so there is a kind of comparison hidden inside although it may not be necessarily expressed with relation to other people so you think you are unique yes yeah I, I will discuss about this. Inshallah, if we get time, there are few exceptions that we will talk about this. And maybe it's good that I explain now. Actually, when we say at-takabbur ma'al-mutakabbur, inshallah, there are few cases I will mention. One of them is this. When we say at-takabbur ma'al-mutakabbur ibadah, it's not al-kibr ma'al-mutakabbur ibadah. At-takabbur. Means you are not thinking you are a special, you are not arrogant inside, you don't have that quality in the heart, but you show a kind of lack of regard for mutakabbir. You don't, you know, humble yourself before that. So it's something which is a matter of expression. Yeah? So you behave as if you are not humble. That humbleness of the heart must remain there. You know, like we said that even if sometimes you are not to say the truth, because, for example, it can endanger an innocent life, but still you have to be truthful in your heart. Truthfulness as a quality has no exception. Truthfulness as an action can have exception, not as a quality. Yeah, and this is why even... If you have to, for example, not to tell the truth, you have to 
have very bad feeling, a very bitter feeling why I am not telling the truth. Okay? It's not that you enjoy. Let me read for you a few hadith and then inshallah we continue next week. Imam Bagr alayhi salam said, Al-Kibru Rida'ullah. Kibr is like an outfit or a kind of dress which is only suitable for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالْمُتَكَبِّرْ يُنَازِعُ اللَّهِ رَدَاءَهُ Then Mutakabir is the one who is trying to take away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the outfit or the dress or the quality which belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he is trying to compete Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it looks very silly yeah, if you want to <laughs> make such a mistake. Imam Sadiq alayhi salam said, Al-Kibru Allah." The same thing. فَمَنْ نَازَعَ اللَّهُ شَيْئًا مِنْ ذَلِكَ أَكَبَّهُ اللَّهُ If someone wants to take away from Allah something which is an outfit of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he would be put by face in fire. No. Means with face. Yes. Why? Is it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example, gets angry that this is my you know, quality, why you are taking this quality? No. Because if a human being puts himself in the position of God, then he would be Pharaoh and Namrud. It's not that he becomes a good human being. When you become arrogant, then you have no regard and value for people. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kibr, <coughs> because he's really great. Yeah? If a person is great, <coughs> then he knows how to behave and to react. When a very weak person, without any good quality, he thinks that he is very great and very special, then unfortunately, he disregards other people's rights. This becomes very destructive. So it's not a problem between him and Allah. It's a problem between him and everyone among the creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. Okay, let me stop here because, uh, yes, we can take some questions. Inshallah, we continue this discussion uh, and we also have to discuss how to avoid arrogance and how to become, inshallah, humble. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين